0: We live in a world where there is Gloomy news It's, it's our daily diet Of Just really really bad news We don't know how We're going to get through it But a little bit of Beautiful news Is sometimes help And tonight we are still Going to bring you Some beautiful news We're bringing you Five stories of Extraordinary people Doing absolutely Amazing things First up We're going to talk about Aletta France You can't stop her From teaching She retired six years ago And having spent Two decades in the Classroom She's now back at it And this time She's extending her knowledge beyond the school walls. Um, she teaches outdoors. It's an unusual choice but uh, one based on her observations of living on the Cape Flats where she's witnessed the correlation between illiteracy and school dropouts. And when children struggle to comprehend what's being taught, they don't see the point of attending. So, a letter pushes more kids to find confidence and purpose in uh, than in a gang who find more purpose in gang affiliation than they find in education and she believes that her methods could be a solution.
1: Children need to learn in a way that excites them. That is why I took my classroom to the streets. My name is Aleta France, and I'm a former teacher. I retired from teaching six years ago. I knew I had to make a change when I noticed a lot of children failing and dropping out of school because they cannot read properly. Teaching the kids outside makes them feel free. It also creates openness for other children in the whole community, and even for their family. My classroom outside is open for anyone it grows daily more and more children are learning how to read you
0: can become what you want to i love my community i love our children next up julian Hrubler yanks the horse's reins and steers his horse over the obstacle and lands with ease and considering his childhood it's incredible to see young julian perform these show jumping stunts he was assumed dead While he was still in the womb and almost passed away during birth and when he was diagnosed with cancer uh, and then he was diagnosed with cancer at only 18 months old. He has beaten the odds so many times, but his self-esteem plummeted, leaving him uh, in a blanket of introversion. And then Julian started horse riding and took a leap forward towards his confidence. And then at the age of 12, he joined the uh, equestrian center that develops the talents and characters of young riders. And Julian began his show riding journey. He was extremely shy and he was demotivated, but learning to ride and strengthen the bond was... With his horse had brought him out of his shell.
2: My name is Dylan Krugler and I'm a show jumper. I started show jumping when I got into the IEA elite. As an academic and a question academy. I was diagnosed with cancer when I was 18 months old. It was hard for me and my family but we got through it. I've been in remission for 10 years. Ever since I was little, I used to be shy, but show jumping changed it all. Rules makes me feel very happy and excited. Before riding made me make friends, I improved my school mods. So far I won four first places and two second places. When you find your passion, confidence follows.
0: The Leng calls himself a fashion artist, and it's the only title that's befitting of him. Each of his creations is reminiscent of African garments predating colonialization and is posing a bold contradiction to the styles that dominate local catwalks. Though Giff studied fashion design, he found his calling in breaking the rules. Instead, he builds inspiration from his late mother's expressive nature, as well as his connection to his heritage. And in 2014, he launched his brand, No Modern Slave by Khorsi. Designing from gut feeling, he collaborates with clients and incorporates national elements like shells, feathers, leather, and rope. Each of his pieces transcend cultural differences and invoke pride in the earth.
1: My name is Gift Khorsi I'm from the Northern Cape and I'm a costume designer. My late mother, she used to make her own clothes and that's why I actually started, you know, making my own stuff as a child. It's evident that as a country, becoming very Westernized and kind of losing touch with our indigenous roots. What do we tell our great grandkids? Who are we really? Are we really African people? Because we've lost so much of ourselves. I don't believe in fashion trends. I don't believe that people are supposed to tell you what it is that you need to wear. So no modern slave is really just you're being rebellious and allowing yourself to tell your own true stories. I am Khoisan, Zulu, and my work is very rooted in that identity, and I celebrate that a lot. My clothing represents identity and individuality. I think it's very, very important for every single African person to celebrate their heritage and obviously to also be the writer of their own narrative.
0: Teenage girls face countless challenges, but some face the most daunting of them all, motherhood, and the shame and strain of unplanned pregnancies often thrust them out of the classroom and into the nursery. In 2018, more than 100,000 teenagers gave birth in South Africa, the majority of whom did not finish high school, and their plight is exacerbated by marginalized backgrounds and weak support systems, and without the knowledge and skills to promote a promising future for their children, this pattern is often repeated, but sureya Williams is determined to design a new one, and despite having a talented dressmaker as a mother, uh, sureya only grew up to loving sewing clothes after her mother. Mother's passing, And with her passion realized she soon sought out to design dresses for her own community and in the process she got to know girls in her footing room as well. So she started her organization Design 26 Foundation which is a that we chose sewing projects and also offers counseling and motivational sessions for those young girls who deserve a second chance.
2: My name is Suraya Williams, I am from Mitchell's Plain and I am the founder of the Design 26 Foundation. Design 26 aims to provide hope of a second chance to teenage girls and underprivileged ones. Mm-hmm. After I realized the amount of girls being affected by teenage pregnancies in our community, I started this project as a free vehicle of sustainability for them. For girls in my community, it's difficult to find work because they don't have skills training. Many of them can't afford to upskill themselves further than matric. I teach these girls to make clothing, but also to have confidence in their ability. I want the girls who come to my program to believe that they are destined for more, to empower themselves and aspire for a better future.
0: And then finally, in the quake riverside village of Stanford, a Cape grass bird dances above the budding flowers. And with over 9,000 fynbos species, the Overberg region is renowned for its rare and diversified beauty. But a silent killer lurks here. The poor Jackson willow is an alien tree and it's threatening the growth and survival of our, indi- of our indigenous flora. Its unique ability to thrive in nutrient-efficient soil germinated, germinates after fire and propagates large number of of seeds, makes it the most aggressive tree in this shrubland. But one woman's creativity and determination is crafting a brighter future for feinbus. To prevent further invasion in South Africa, a fungus was introduced to weaken the willow. This caused irregular brown swelling on the leaves and stems and Daimor, the co-founder of Stanford Wood Studio is becoming, for for her it became a reminder of the tree's devastation and is inspired to save the feinbus. Dai grabbed a pair of garden shears and gloves and began chopping down the monstrous knobbly bits of the invasive willow.
2: I'm Dai Moore and I'm co-founder of Stanford Wood Art. Now, we live here in Stanford in the middle of the Overberg, which has got about 9,000 species of fynbos, and 70% of them are found nowhere else in the world. Now, these beautiful plant species are being threatened by alien plants. It's difficult to raise awareness about conservation, and we need to be very creative about ways of doing so. We've found a way to turn something which would normally be very depressing and sad into something really beautiful. Our mission with making these pens is to show that you can make something environmentally caring and beautiful all at the same time and to try and inspire others to do the same thing. My goal going forward is to build a business, to create employment and at the same time to do my little bit to help save the planet.
0: And that's our beautiful news for the week. Tomorrow we bring you our beautiful news interview. If you have taken a shine to any of these stories, you can WhatsApp us and let us know what you think. We will then try and bring that person on to talk to us about their beautiful news stories. You can WhatsApp us on oh seven two five six seven one five six seven because we need a little bit of beautiful news in our lives. It's become all doom and gloom. Yeah, in South Africa and around the world. But it's all about those stories that connects us. It's all about those stories that show there is some wonder, there is some beauty in the human spirit.